Hello and welcome to the Music Survival Guide, the independent musician's guide on how to survive in the music industry. My name's Phil, a mixing and mastering engineer. Well, we've done it. We've survived two months of 2023. Seems to be going well so far, certainly in terms of gigs. Lots of gigs that I've seen that have happened. Not many cancelled, which is good. Seems to be getting better. So, you know, touch wood. It's all, it's all going well. <laughs> anyway, uh, I wanted to talk this week about recording guitars at home because there's lots of potential solutions. And if you're not sure, it could be bewildering. Which should you pick? What are the advantages and disadvantages? Why would you do that particular method? So I wanted to just talk it through so that you're equipped, I guess, so you know all the options and you can work out what is best for you. So anyway, I'm not going to blather on about it. I'm just going to go straight into the list. So number one um, is to record your amp and cab or combo amp in the traditional way. So get your, get it, get the right sound, put a mic in front of it, away you go. Um, and this is, obviously it's going to sound, I guess, most authentic to your, your setup, to your rig. It's going to sound closest to where you would live. Great. Disadvantage is loud <laughs> so you know it, it sounds obvious but it's going to be loud so if you're in a position where you can make lots of noise where you you know there's various ways and means you might be able to do that and that's great um but you might obviously might not be able to make lots of noise you may have young children you may live in a flat all sorts of reasons so there we are not much more to say about that particularly other than um a various a variation you could do on that is to record uh your your amp and cab at room level so there's videos about this you know can i record my my amp um at a really low level and still have it sound good as long as you're close micing your cab so it's really really close like your your microphone is basically right on the speaker it's gonna sound pretty good actually um, and there's loads of videos as I say you can watch on this on YouTube just to see what it sounds like see if it works for you see the differences but it could be an option so if you can make some volume at certain times and you really want to capture your rig it could be a way to go a reason why you might not want to do that is, for example, if you just don't have a very good amp and cab, you know you don't really want to record that. That might be a reason why you might not want to use your amp and cab. So there you go. That's a potential reason not to. So, yeah, as I say, that's option one, recording with your full amp and cab and that kind of thing. Number two is to use a load box. So what this is doing, um, a load box, so I've got a Sir Reactive load here, for example, and you plug your amp directly into it and then plug that straight into your audio interface. If you know anything about amps, you know that if you don't plug it into a cab, essentially it will explode. <laughs> it will get damaged, the power won't go anywhere, etc., etc. It's very bad, very dangerous. But a reactive load takes that energy and then pairs it down, usually through heat and maybe a fan, something like that, uh, pairs it down to a, a level that the audio interface can understand. Now, obviously, if you're recording directly out of your amp, it's going to sound bad. So you're going to need some kind of cabinet simulation plugin or impulse responses, IRs, they're often called. Um, they're really worth checking out, actually. I, I think this is a really good solution if you've got an amp that you like, but you can't make lots of volume. Really, really great. Um, there's lots of potential IR impulse response companies out there, loads and loads and loads of options, some free, some paid. I think a really good company to go with is Ownhammer. There'll be a link in the description. They make some really good sounding IRs. Well, well worth checking out. The disadvantages of that, obviously, you're going to need to buy a reactive load box, which might, you know, you won't have the money for that, obviously. Um, but to be honest, there's not really any disadvantages. You're going to need to pick out the right 
uh, cabinet simulation method on your computer so that might take a bit of time to work out but i don't think that's too bad uh, so there you are that's number two a load box option so number three moving on is a modeler so you've got for example the quad cortex quad cortex can't talk by neural dsp or the line six helix either option and there's others as well sound really good so what that basically means is obviously you can go straight into that straight out of that into your audio interface boom you've got a tone you've got your amp cab all your effects built into it they're really really good are these these for capturing um a really kind of complicated sound you can change complicated sounds really quickly it's really cool obviously you're getting your full fat tone on the way in so that can be really cool the disadvantages to modelers i think and this may not be something you thought of is you get option paralysis or at least i do should i say with that so if you've got a system where you've got essentially like 20 amps 50 different pedals you could use all these options built in it can get a bit like oh which do i choose what do i do ah too many options i personally don't like it but you know that's me <laughs> so that could be a disadvantage but then it might be an advantage for you you may you may like the options you may like the idea that you can change at a whim which particular amp you're using so you know that might be actually an advantage for you rather than a disadvantage um but yeah that's another option where you can record it's going to be really quiet you can make as much sort of virtual noise as you like plunk, plunk on some headphones you could record with a sleeping baby next to you and no one would necessarily know i mean beyond the sound of the guitar strings being played but you know that's you're never going to get rid of that unless you use a virtual instrument but let's not let's not go there uh <laughs> so the last option really is to use plugins so for example i think one of the best plugin companies for guitar amp simulation is neural dsp makers of the quad cortex don't know what that may tell you about them um they make some really 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 good amp simulations that i trust i often use them uh, so if people send me di's i will often use neural dsp plugins they've got a, a great variety of tones and they, they can do really heavy music really well but they can also do really kind of kind of lighter music well so the kind of light overdrive to clean kind of guitar tone i really like the one of the amps in the gajira plugin the neuro dsp gajira plugin um it's captured that kind of feel really well which may surprise you but you know you just got to try these things out good thing about plugins of course is they often come certainly neuro dsp do with free demos where you can try them see how they sound see what you like about them and what you don't like about them so that can be really advantageous um it's obviously worth saying that i would never buy them at full price always wait for a sale with plugins uh, sales come on really quite often um so around the new year black friday certainly um a lot of american holidays actually because a lot of the companies are american so uh, that's the kind of time to really look out for these plugins and work out you know what you're going to buy if you want to buy something because that's the you're going to get the most bang for your buck at that point really the disadvantage to using plugins is that you're going to need a computer that can handle that level of resources obviously uh if you've got a really old computer you might struggle so that might not be a good option for you You might decide that's not going to sound very good or it's you know you're not going to be able to get that kind of fidelity of sound that you want if you've got an okay enough computer but not brilliant then what you could do of course is once you finish recording a particular guitar part 
print it with that plugin so you committed that sound like you would if you were just recording your amp and cap and then you've you've got one less plugin one less kind of big plugin for your computer to process and you can move on to the next track that might be a good solution for you if you want to go down this route but you've not necessarily got the best computer another thing of course you can do with plugins is you can use your own real effects on the way in so if you've got a really complicated uh, pedal board that you spent time working out you really like the tones you can go out of that into the di on your audio interface you need to obviously make sure that you're not kind of clipping your audio interface and it's you know you need to make sure your output volume is good enough or is low enough or high enough as it may be um, but as long as you get that right and you kind of get the kind of level into the guitar and plug-in as well right you can use your own your own effects pedals which could be a really really fun thing to consider so anyway that's basically your main four options and i think they're all valid as a mixing engineer i would accept all of those and i have i have mixed all of those not at the same time in the same song that would be unusual not weird but unusual <laughs> uh I, I yeah as i say i've mixed all of those and they all they all can sound good now don't get me wrong they all can sound bad. You need to know how to set up your amp, how to get the best tone out of it. But that's something for you to kind of work out and experiment with, really. I think a good mixing engineer will always be on hand to listen to a sample of a recording if you're not sure. So maybe you could consider talking to them about that. So if you've got something you've got lined up with, you want to work with. So there you are. Anyway, there's various options for you. Well worth considering. And that is it for another episode of the Music Survivor Guide. Please rate and review us wherever you listen. Um, it really helps more people to find out what I'm doing, what's going on here. If apparently you're on Spotify, then you can currently now review uh, review uh, review podcasts so please do so if you if you listen on spotify or if you have a spotify account finally please share with any friends or bandmates if you thought it was useful if you're thinking about recording guitar and you're not sure what option to go with this could be a great opener to a conversation so there you are and anyway i will see you next time